sitting here thinking about how wonderful valentines <laughs> simply having a wonderful valentines uh so, you know i was sitting here thinking about how uh, what makes the most money as if you're a famous rock musician it's holiday songs because those just those just rake in cash mm-hmm. um and i was thinking you know i really want to make a valentine song but you know I also feel really guilty that I'm rich and that there's people in the world who don't have any food. So I wrote a song to guilt trip the entire world, and it's called It's Not Valentine's in Africa. And uh, the chorus of it is, do they know it's Valentine's at all? And we're going to make a music video, and it's going to be a bunch of starving kids with you know flies all over their lips. It's like, do they even have Valentine's? So is this like a uh, We Are the World kind of movement, except... yeah. Worse? I just, I, I just, More cynical? I'm a very wealthy man, and I, I make all of my money writing songs and banging, <laughs> you know, whores and doing coke. Whores. Uh, sorry, fans. Um, they just using band groupies. terminology. Groupies. Anyways, um, and I just thought, you know, it would make me sleep better at night if I was a good person. And so the way I, I became a good person is I wrote a song asking if they have Valentines in Africa. Um, I would just like to say real quick that uh, they do have Christmas in Africa, and they also have, uh, I'm sure there's Valentine's there somewhere. It's also kind of a harmful stereotype that Africa is all poverty. Like, just when you're talking about, like, the continent, and just be well, like, do they even have that in Africa? Like, the, the, Africa has wealthy people. Africa is mean, very they, large I mean, and consists of many countries. Bigger than the United States. Yeah. Much bigger. I, I'm sure they can turn around any day now. They've Look what China did. He used to is like their children starving in China. Eat your, eat your vegetables. Well, there's there's suffering everywhere in the world. Is the point? And I guess this is all a digression about how I hate that Sting song because it's so entirely unnecessary. I also hate the Paul McCartney song. I also hate Valentine's Day. Hi, Valentine's Day is the best day of the year. Valentine's Day is a After shit. After literally every holiday. Um, <laughs> I like St. Patty's Day better for sure. Well, um, Valentine's used Valentine's used to be an excuse for drinking and fucking before it was co-opted. Back when we used to have drinking and fucking holidays, but we don't have that many of those. I was going to say, wait a second, wasn't every holiday a drinking and fucking holiday? Well, uh, yeah. before we get too much into Christmas, you waited for Santa to come down your chimney. Oh fuck! But don't bounce. Before we get into too many Easter, you lay an egg in the bunny. Before we get to what's an ovipositor? Before we get to too many digressions, because we have a spider web of digressions for today's episode. Welcome to Kinkcast. It is a podcast about alternative sexual lifestyles, kinks, and fetishes. Today we are uh, today we're love cast. Today we are filler cat. I mean, today we are a special bulletin report on a holiday, Valentine's, the kinkiest, most fetishist. Uh, it's almost like even though we have a show all about kinks and fetishes, we forgot Valentine's Day was coming up. Uh, so the kinkiest, most fetishiest of holidays. Does this come out on Valentine's Day itself? No, two, nope, days, before. two days before. Oh my gosh! So happy Valentine's Day! This is your Valentine's gift. Uh, we're going to <gasps> wait. Talk it doesn't to... come out tomorrow. It does come out tomorrow, which That's is two, two days, days before, before Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. That's why we're recording right now. Math. Yes, now the audience is in on our recording schedule. Thank you. Um, <laughs> what did you think it was? 
What what day do you think so, it is? Do you ever sit around and think like, I wonder where this holiday came from? Who was Saint Valentine? Is this capitalist scum? Is this heteronormative propaganda? How many women holidays, did he have to get pregnant to have a holiday named after him? Are holidays themselves kind of bullshit? Um, Does the Netflix special featuring Michael Bolton actually help? Do people born just before Thanksgiving truly owe their existence to Valentine's fuckery? And why did they name a holiday after the hero from Tremors? Also, we're probably going to talk about Star Wars not being good anymore that for 10 minutes. I was fucking baiting you. <laughs> he, he dodged oh, away. <laughs> yeah, the main character's name is Valentine. Wait, what? Yes. The, wait, what? Kevin Bacon, his character's name is Valentine. That doesn't sound correct to me. Are you sure you're not thinking of Resident Evil with Jill Valentine? Look it up. Dana just pointed at me and nodded approvingly. Uh, So I suppose we should each uh, go around the circle and play a game. And uh, for this episode today, I think we should all uh, say a particular Valentine memory we have. And uh, I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge that, yes, there is something wrong with Dana's voice. She is sick. I'm sorry. I tried convincing her not to be on the episode, but she she (laughs) demanded it anyways. Damn it, I have an opinion on Valentine's Day. Oh, you sound like Gonzo. You're so sick. It's okay. Give it like two more days, then I'll end up sounding like Fran Drescher. Good. Uh, so, don't... Shrill? Yeah. Just I heard like... you're never supposed to call women Shrill. <laughs> I don't know. Shrill. We have an entire... That's like one of those things that's like that and crazy. Oh, Because I there's so much uh, based around it. Valentine Day McKay. Valentine McKay, that's his name, huh? Michael Gross is also Burt Gummer. Between Valentine and Gummer, is there a third weirdly sexual name? Earl Bassett, Rhonda Lebeck. And uh, Reba McIntyre, whose name is Heather Gummer. That is a great name. Oh, Melvin Plug. Yeah, there's some sex stuff going on in Tremors. It's a movie about worms that come out of the ground. Big old dicks. Yeah, it's a movie about vibrators. And worms that come out of those worms that have uh, little feelers. I love the Tremors movie. Do yourself a favor, and if you listen to the show at home, turn us off and turn Tremors on if you haven't seen it. (laughs) We'll wait for you. Yeah, we'll be waiting here because you can just pause us. This isn't live. Uh, but Dana, oh, we're not actually going to wait for an hour and a half? No. I be, we, We've already been delayed because I was caught in traffic. Ooh, that's an exciting noise. What oh, do you suppose that was? Fire in the studio. That's the uh, CO2 detector that is broken and goes off whenever it wants. Oh, that's cool. Fantastic. I uh, I love the professionalism of today's episode. It it usually only goes off like once a day, so it's weird that's going off right now. That's our love alarm. Someone <gasps> in the world has a sexual question. <laughs> Should I wear a condom? Yes. Always, unless you're fluid bonded. Is that the term? I hate that term. I know, I hate that I term too. too. It sounds like something from like Aliens franchise. But it's right. Fluid, fluid bonded. bonded. Speaking of fluid bondage. Did you Ripley because you're fluid bonded with the alien? That actually happened. Yeah. Uh, Dana, um, <laughs> please, for me, would you please give me a memory you have from Valentine's Day in your life? Do you have a Valentine's memory to Ooh, share with the class? A Valentine's Day memory. Um,. Ooh, can I share an anti-Valentine's Day memory? No, we're very pro-Valentine's in this circle. Yeah, Okay, so there was one time I was dating this guy, and I snuck in and I filled his entire closet with balloons. And I did the cute thing where I, like, like put, like, fake 
flower petals all over the bed and all over the carpet and on like a little trail where you like go all the way from the front door so that whenever he got home from work, I could like hit the love button like real hard. That's called clitoris for those. (laughs) (laughs) And he broke up with me that day. Well, you did break into his house and fill. He was allergic to latex. No. (laughs) You did try to murder him. (laughs) No, no. We broke up that day because he's a total asshat. That's ass hattery right there. So I left his house that way, and I was just gone. So I'm I'm, I'm sure that if uh, if I had friends or loved ones here with me right now, they would correct me. But um, I have uh, a rare form of brain damage, and like have cannot retain memories for anything. I am going it's through my files. Rare. It's called alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, I did drink a lot for a lot of years. I don't remember a single Valentine's. And I'm not implying that I've been drunk on every Valentine's. Or that you've been single on every Or that I've even been single on every Valentine's. I'm just saying that when I go into my memory bank and I replay the last however many years I've been alive Valentine's, I I have nothing. I I, I don't remember going anywhere. I don't remember doing anything. The only real memory I have is passing out candy in like elementary school. And I did enjoy that. Especially, like, when I came home with a giant bowl of, like, Halloween-grade candy, and my mother abducted it, and I never saw it again. Oh, no. But, you know, uh, I guess, like, uh, one of the things that always bothered me about Valentine's as a kid was Halloween is much more chocolatey, and I feel like your loot from Halloween was always, like, Reese's and Snickers and Hershey's, and there was some, there was some, you know, fruit candy there, too, but mostly it was chocolate and chewy, fruity stuff. Valentine's was a lot of lollipops, which is hard candy, and a lot really? of uh, a lot of chalky shit. I would say the opposite. Really? Really? It's all ho- lollipops. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like chocolate is like a Valentine's Day staple. Well, for adults. For adults. Adult. And for those those shitty hearts. And, you know, it, it's... Those are uh, being discontinued. That's, well, Thank God. Some, everyone's making them. They're made by different companies. No, they're made by Brock's. Brocks. B O A C H. You're talking about the, the chalk hearts. Yeah. I'm talking about the the paper, the box hearts that are filled with chocolates. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no. It's not until you have those as an adult that you realize that actually the entire like the twenty dollar price tag comes from the box and the candies inside. Not that good. They're just trash. It is it is trash candy. And yeah. the there's always one or two good ones which disappear immediately and the rest are like raspberry IHOP syrup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, that's, that's, you're not wrong. It's not top tier. I don't think I have syrup. I'm pretty sure it's just corn syrup and like some chemicals. Red colored dye number 40. When, when George H.W. Bush started the Gulf War, he anticipated it going on for many more years. And then the war suddenly ended and they just had a stockpile of like this red chemical weapon that tastes like syrup. So they just distilled it with some like fluid corn. And that's how I hop. Syrup was created as its uh, its excess Gulf War weapons. Were they planning on fattening the, the Iraqis up no. to the point where they had heart disease? So, so no one take advantage of this information. If if you go to IHOP and every time you're there, you steal all of the red stuff and then you dehydrate it, you will have a potent chemical weapon, but you have to have a lot of it. You never heard all the stories about Gulf War veterans coming home and, like, they've lost their minds and they keep saying they smell raspberry? Gulf War Syndrome, a.k.a. PTSD. A.k.a. Raspberry Syndrome. 
because of this is deeply offensive. I'm going to stop this, is this very bit. Offensive, you should stop. But I did know what they found out. What they did with the rest of it, they sold it off to um, like hospital grade. Um, it's like a hospital. No, not hospital. Well, what grade. is it? That was, um, wait, what, medical what? grade. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm making you're it keeping funny. the bit going. I'm, I'm, I'm making it funny. <laughs> with my she has, she's yes and let her go. <laughs> yes and yes and what did they do with it at the hospital, Dana? <laughs> no, okay, so they sold it off in large in large like tubs to be used to be made into sugar free uh, sweetener for Haribo sugar free gummy bears and. Which poison? Oh, you went way far away from the hospital thing that you originally started with. Now they're super, like, they're also still, like, biomedical weapons. But in a different context. Because it makes you you dookie. You're welcome. (laughs) You did a good job. My only memorable Valentine's Day. I thought I couldn't remember any because I thought I was single on every Valentine's Day. But I wasn't on one of them. (gasps) I was broken up with the day after. Aww. I spent... Hours. I remember this. And hours cooking. I remember oh. this. Everything from scratch. This is when you were on Top Chef, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I was on a Great British Bake Off. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Lost episode. It's literally an episode of Lost that was within Great British Bake Off. You made like a cheesecake and you made like a whole bunch of stuff, right? I made a ton of stuff. Cheesecake was not one of them because that's hard and takes a few days. Uh, it does not. Takes at least a day. You get some American cheese. You get some funfetti. You toss them together with some like white shit, and you got a cheesecake. You uh, made tiramisu. You made tiramisu. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I made ribs and tiramisu, and I made uh, everything from scratch. All the sauce was made from scratch. Took a very, very long time. A lot of that time was because I went to the grocery store five times that day because I kept forgetting stuff. Yeah. And. Then we watched Tangled, and she went home about halfway through to hang out with her sister. Tangled is uh, known to not be a romantic movie. It's very much about um, a horse abuse. The abuse of a horse. So Valentine's... The horse horse abuses other people. Valentine's was uh, started in... And then I played, uh, or I watched Interstellar and played PT. Valentine's because yeah, I watched you play PT. That started was a in 1867, founded by John Valentine. When Ad, help me out. When did the Civil War end? That's what I thought. God damn it! Uh, only a few years after the Civil War ended, he said, "You know what would heal the North and the South is if we thought of uh, the Union states." As a, as a strapping young man, and the southern states as a... A young a, southern belle. A young southern belle. And what if we had an entire holiday of those union states and those southern states just fucking all night long, right? Mm-hmm. On the Florida-Georgia line. And that was called Sherman's Char. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when he burned his way through Georgia, it was because their loins are burning. And so uh, it's, it's 1890 or... It's 1870, and uh, John Valentine himself says... I'm going to be the saint of a fucking in America. And he went up to President T. Boone Dickens of the time, of course, because Abraham Lincoln had only just been shot in the back of the head. By and his vice president was famously named T. Boone yes. Dickens. And you recall the famous... How sexual his name is. <laughs> the famous assassin of Abraham Lincoln was named 
Mark David Chapman. <laughs> After he consorted with the goblin people in his feet, <laughs> I will keep going until you stop me. T-Bone Dickens. T-Bone that's why, Dickens. That's why you take her out for a steak. That's why that you day, then right? give her her Dickens. And then give her the Dickens. Have you guys seen the, uh, the <laughs> no stroke victim? We haven't. <laughs> so there's restaurants. Uh, restaurants on Valentine's fucking suck. I think it's the third busiest night of the year for most restaurants. Probably. And but like, oh, I know I'm going to finish this bit. I'm committed at this point. Okay. There is a Bone Daddies in our town. I don't know how, like, if that's, if that franchise is nationwide or if that's the only Bone Daddies in nice the country. Run. It's nationwide. Well, it's at least in the south. It's uh, it's been, it is it is a chain. It's can not. you imagine you are in a miserable relationship and you go see the dumb fucking movie at the Cinemark, and then it's eight p.m. and you go to Bone Daddy's and there's an hour long wait and you're standing there amongst screaming children. All the waiters want to die. Well, the Bone Daddy's used to be a uh, restaurant. Yeah. Really? Used, yeah. They've, they it wasn't until uh, like in the last ten years. That they started migrating to a uh, different image. Well, that's because you and me, our generation, don't really eat at restaurants very much. The only I don't people... know. Hooters is fucking busy every time I go in, and I hate going in there. Why do you go into Hooters? Oh, because you deliver food sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going in to see the restaurants. Uh, Dana, you have actual history of Valentine's? I have some, um, and some of it will be fantastic. Yeah, a little. Can I start with the origin of Valentine's? Sure, let's start with the origin of Valentine's Day. The year was 633 Stop him now, stop, stop him now. So, (laughs) Valentine's didn't used to be called Valentine's. Like most Christian holidays, it was a pagan holiday that was then co-opted. It used to be Lupercalia. That sounds better, honestly. It is named after wolves, and it was named after the goddess of nursing, who is Lupercal, I believe. Wait, so you mean Valentine's is based off entirely around sucking titty? Mm-hmm. It's based off the uh, myth of uh, Remus. And We'll get there. And uh, Romulan. Romulus. Yeah. I-, I knew something, yep. kind of. And the founding of Rome, it's based on that. And uh, the... Spock, and is half human... Okay, and they nursed off of a female of a she-wolf, a great she-wolf, uh, after they were abandoned, and then they founded Rome where they were nursed, which is why the goddess of nursing is a wolf. But it is a Roman fertility holiday that's uh, a feast that's celebrated between the days of March 13th and March, February 13th and 15th. Uh, men, naked men, nude men, sacrificed a goat and a dog and then whipped women with the bloody hide of the animal. They were drunk, naked, and the women would line up to be hit. Yeah, because apparently it made them more fertile. You know, all these and years later. And it was later, time to get that dick on. Yeah. Not much has changed. Um, <laughs> no, but holidays themselves used to kind of have a different structure to them. Like, you look back at ancient times, and like before capitalism ruled, like, ruled every segment of our life, a lot of it had to do with like the necessities of keeping life going. Like, a lot of pagan holidays have to do with harvest, and they have to do with fertility. And and the fucking Romans knew how to get their freak on. Yeah, the Romans. They yeah. knew how to party. I love it when people post about how, like, America, modern day, is the most, like, sexually debaucherous thing in, in human history. And, like, mm, we're still pretty damn repressed. The Romans, the Romans were having, like, butt plug orgies and shit, and just, like, pooping on each other. They had and vomitoriums where they'd puke on each other. Is that a real thing? No, vomitoriums do are an actual name, but it's actually the name for the exit because they vomit it, out. Yeah, because vomit doesn't ex, didn't exclusively mean to evacuate your bowels. It also 
meant to just to leave. leave. So there was a there's a common misconception that vomitoriums are where Romans would go to vomit because they ate so decadently that then it was time to go throw up so they could keep eating more. I it's don't know why I did that accent. It's right? a misconception. It's a Roman accent. That's what the Romans sounded like. But uh, there's more to the history of Valentine's Day, Chris. Well, Lupercalia also has another part. Which had is... a lottery where men would draw the names of young women from a jar. Chalice. And, and then they would be coupled, quote, coupled with them for the rest of the holiday and longer if the pairing was good. Hey, that sounds like something the incels would be interested in. Yeah. From our upcoming incel special. Right. Yeah, we're uh, we're recording this so that we're not releasing an incel special on freaking Alt. <laughs> Free Valentine's Day. Hey, I, I'm an incel this Valentine's. So yeah, the Romans sounded like a lot of fun. There is also a pre-Roman uh, holiday called like February or something. Uh, it's what February is actually named after. Uh, it is pre-Roman. This is after Rome. Uh, and they used a flog to flog people called the February. And it was for purging, and then this grew out of that. Um, human society is built on a strange history. Dana, you have more for us? Are you going to talk about, like, the 1911 shit? <clears throat> well, I was going to talk about how Valentine's came into play, and how Valentine's, like, the day, became an actual thing as well. Um, so, from the historical lottery, where these gentlemen would draw names of fair maidens who were available for fraternizing, um, that's... Did they consent to put, putting their names in that jar? Who knows? It, it, was, was, like, it was a cultural expectation. It was 1,500 years ago. Yeah. Can also, we find any survivors and ask them? I don't think they had the word consent back then. Yeah, I don't think so either. Anyways, but the thing is, a lot of times people and a lot of women would actually, like pull their clothes off before being like as the flog came around to like flog them because they wanted to be fertile like oh, they yeah. wanted they wanted this um one, so one a historian lot of, described this as uh, drunk and naked yes so at this point they're probably already hammered anyways um and then they were gonna get hammered some more so there you go um but what's interesting is that from this paper lottery of like drawing names and things like that that's where we get our valentines um our modern day like valentines so to write, like, of course this has been, like, co-opted again, but, like, you would write the name of your, like, beloved um, on a note and, like, give it to them, and then they would get it for Valentine's Day and pin it on their sleeve. So to wear your heart on your sleeve, this is where that saying comes oh. from, which is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, so I thought that was kind of neat. And then also we have more modern Valentines where we actually send, like, cards and things like that. Um, usually adorned with, you know, lots of red, which is, of course, the color of passion and things like that. The color of blood. Yeah, the color of blood, which we've definitely talked about this yeah, a lot on I, the show. I actually want to bring up something we've discussed previously real quick once more. Yeah. The, the heart shape that we associate with Valentine's, like, which is an upside down three and a V. Yeah. That's just, that's a butt. That actually is a butt. Correct? No, oh, it's a it's testicle. Not. Oh, it's a testicle. No, it's not. Two testicles. Actually, it's also not. What is it? It's a um, butt and testicle. No. It's them slapping together from the side angle. Because the V no. is the vagina. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Because if you look at an anatomically correct heart, I don't care how stupid the Romans were, there's no way they drew it like that. No. Not true. You're misinformed. It's an avocado, which so, is named after a testicle. No. Really? Yeah. 
Dana. Oh, that one's okay, yeah. so the heart shape um, is actually not refer- referencing either of those things, nor is it referencing the anatomical heart that like beats in our chest. It actually, um, one of the theories suggests that the origin of the heart symbol can be traced back to an ancient plant called sylphum. Sylphium. I do remember this. Shut up! Oh, yeah. Shut up! Yeah. We've been You've over been this. talking about testicles this whole time, and it's my turn to, like, explain this. Silphium held it in your mouth a bunch, and then it ejaculated, right? Silphium was a species of giant fennel that used to grow on the North African coastline near the Greek colony of Cyrene. The Greeks and Romans used it as a spice, a medicine, but also as a form of birth control. Its protective properties have been mentioned by various ancient writers and poets, including Ovid, which is interesting. Uh, the fact that it was... Ex- say Ovid? Ovid. I, I don't know who that is. It's not I don't the know who Ovid is. No. Is he like Ovid. A, is he like the guy God? who wrote the Odyssey. I Homer? Oh, God. That's the character's name. Ovid. Sorry. Uh, he wrote Metamorphosis. That's Kafka. Yeah, that's Kafka. That's definitely. a different metamorphosis. There's oh my two gosh. metamorphoses? Yes, there is. I think you're thinking of Breaking Bad. Um, no. Actually, no. Okay. Vince Gilligan? So no, it's you're per- thinking of the X-Files. <laughs> Same Vince Gilligan. <laughs> the fact that it was extinct, this plant was extinct by the first century AD, speaks about its popularity. On some of the ancient depictions, the seed of the sylphum resembles the modern heart shape, which uh, is almost exactly the shape that we see today as a heart shape or symbol. Um, and that's what the seed of the sylphum plant looked like. Besides this theory, some researchers believe that the heart shape originates from other plants such as ivy leaves or the leaves of the water lily. But that's not really true. It's most likely from this sylphum plant, uh, which was used as an aphrodisiac, a spice, medicine, and as um, a... Uh, uh, birth control. Yeah, like yeah, prophylactic. Yeah, it was. Did it, it kill sex cells or something? It, no, I, it inhibited pregnancy, and that's why it was so fucking popular in like Rome and Greek. Oh, so uh, it was essentially just Plan B. Yeah, yeah they, and harvested they drove it to, to extinction. extinction. Yeah. Well, before it wasn't Plan B; it was like birth control. So yeah. it's basically prevent anything from implantation. It just caused the it caused the the, the, well, we don't the soil know. from being fertile. We don't right. know what it did because yeah. we don't know how it works because it's been extinct since. <clears throat> 100-something A.D. or B.C. So Jesus could have been chewing on that shit. Yeah, possibly. If he was real. But that's, think about it. Like, if you had access to a very early form of birth control, you could fuck as much as you want. And so it's like, hey, yo, we can have no, no worries about having sex. And everything's already stinky down there, so who cares if you've got a disease or two? Yeah, there you go. People really stank back then. But that also brings us to the actual St. Valentine. Did you want to talk about St. Valentine? Oh, I actually, I got this one. Christian. Uh, Yes, they are. uh, No, I got this one. So, uh, coincidentally enough. Am I just not going to get to talk about St. Valentine? Because I I wrote. What bullshit are you going to make up? I I took an entire college course on St. Valentine. Liar, but okay. He was a Stanley created Marvel superhero. In the late 1960s. Okay, stop him. <laughs> Meant to be a villain for Spider Man. So there are two St. Valentines. Well, there are 11 St. Valentines. That's ludicrous. There are two that we are talking about. Uh, Emperor Claudius II ex- executed two different men named Valentine in the 3rd century on different February 14th. So different years, same February 14th. 
And uh, both of them are saints now, and both of them were considered martyrs. And so the church and Pope Galli- Gel- Gel- I get Pope- He's making things up too, Dana. How is this fair? Pope Gellius I com- uh, created St. Saint- no, he did not. So St. <gasps> Valentine's Day was created by the church. Pope Galius combined St. Valentine's Day with the pagan feast of Lupercalia to get rid of the pagan holiday as is wont. Right. To do. Yeah, it's all, go ahead. One way that he did that was, um, according to this legend, St. Valentine signed a letter from your Valentine to one of the jailer's daughters mm-hmm. that was keeping him imprisoned, whom he had befriended and healed from, and possibly healed from blindness. Quote, befriended. Another, yeah, befriended. Befucked. Um, befucked. <laughs> Another common legend states that he defied the emperor's orders and secretly married couples to spare husbands for more, because for a long time, married men wouldn't go off to war it was just the unmarried men so for a while so many men would go and get married whenever they knew that they were on the brink of war to avoid it's like basically be draft dodgers yeah so he basically said nobody else is getting married and so saint valentine um married couples in secret so that they could be married and so that they wouldn't have to go off to war you know you can actually do a lot of interesting research on ancient christianity especially for like the like between 100 and 500 um, AD, yeah, or after Common Era era or whatever, there's a lot of co-opting other religions. And oh, if, yeah. you, if you really study Christian history, th- there's this fascinating time when Christianity is a new religion and it keeps picking things from pagans, from Jews to form its own thing. You make an argument for political control, but well, we're that, not going to uh, get into yeah. that today. At this point, when they were combined, it was because Catholicism was big and trying to stamp down paganism but like trying to it's it's exactly what christianity does today with co-opting fucking uh like butt rock or rap music and it's like hey kids you can enjoy this and enjoy god except no one really falls for it well people did back then because well, like hey pagans don't you want to have christ and your giant orgy holiday and minus the orgy and do you want to live forever no period oh yeah do you not want us to kill you? Well, be a Catholic. You can have your orgy. Uh, well, they uh, unfortunately these the festival never reached the heights that it did under uh, the Roman era, where uh, people still got drunk and still fucked, but no one was doing it like naked. So it was a lot more boring. Just I, no slapping people with raw hides of dogs. Hey, yo, that turns some people on still today. What's the name of the band that still throws dead animals at the audience? They murdered people. Creed. Ozzy no. Osbourne? No, it was a. There was that, that true crime story about it because they actually murdered people. And it was like the dude was named Death and their band You're talking was called about the, like, like black metal? Yeah, it was like the Norway black metal scene. Shit. But they actually used to. Th- they still to this day throw dead animals at the audience, I think. Don't quote me on this. Um. Okay, should we take this to modern history? Well, there is one more ancient holiday. Oh, no. The Normans, a.k.a. the French, celebrated Galantine's Day. Or Galantine's Day. Hey, y'all. I'm leaving. No. <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, it is spelled gay, uh, gay, G-A-L-A-T-I-N. It means, or the name means lover of women. 
this probably got confused and combined with the Saints holiday because it was celebrated around the same time. It ha- probably has no actual connection with the history, though. And it just was a loving of women day. Yep. So, like, Mother's Day and, like, also Daughter's Day. I mean, if that's what you're into. Why isn't there a holiday for siblings? There is. There is. But it's not celebrated. Yeah. Why would you celebrate that? I don't know. I like my siblings. We're fond of each other. Uh, So then uh, Chaucer Chaucer and Shakespeare wrote a lot of the holiday, which uh, made it gain popularity and become more romantic instead of more uh, horny as it used to be. Uh, So it gained more popularity in Britain and Europe. Especially with the rise of chivalry. Yeah. And uh, handmade paper cards became very popular in the Middle Ages. And it wasn't until the Industrial Revolution when we started making factory-made cards. And then, along came, in 1913, a little tiny company that no one's ever heard of called Hallmark. And they began mass-producing cards. You know, it does kind of throw me through a loop when you realize how old some stuff is. Like, if you were to time travel tomorrow, how weird it would be to enter, like, a little hovel, like a little hut with, like, medieval times... And someone cutting out, like, a paper. Dark Ages, you said, right? Middle Ages. Middle Ages. You're you're in the Middle Ages. Little paper doilies. And someone's making a little paper heart for Valentine's Day. That's got, like, a anti-pregnancy shape. And and they're covered in dirt and feces and all kinds of shit. Hey, they had a bucket. Yeah, that's where the feces goes. When was hand-washing invented? I don't know, not soon enough. Hand-washing wasn't invented until, like... The late 18th century, or uh, 19th century. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, no, because it, it was even considered in uh, medical fields that uh, hand washing was uh, like looked down upon. Because? Because they just didn't understand what germs were. Okay, but I, I, I mean, it's impossible to judge people in the past, but I feel like having your hands clean is a nice feeling. I don't imagine they didn't understand what germs were, so like there would be doctors that'd be like, "No, we've got these little tiny, tiny microscopic animals all over our hands, and that's why we get sick." And people would look at you like, "What the fuck has Craig been smoking?" There's people who still don't believe that, but they're well, there are people that don't believe in vaccines either. But we also look down on them. But back to Valentine's Day. Hallmark. Do you have any more history? Because I am uh, all done with my history. I've only got present day stuff. Oh. Um, I, I'm actually done, so let's bring it into the present day. Yeah. Um, what do you think the VD sales <laughs> were, <laughs> were in seven, in 17, I just gave it away, in 2010? 17 million. Close. The Valentine's Day sales. Sales, like, in dollars. Yes. But how do you, like, measure that for a restaurant? Oh, gosh. Because, like, what if a couple went to McDonald's to share McFlurries? That's technically I'm Valentine's sh- I'm sure there are ways to measure it. They probably compare it, do, like, comparative analysis and that kind of thing. But, like, what if I'm dating someone who's okay. really Okay, Valentine's into- Day sales, possibly just candy and Valentine's Day cards, whatever. What do you think they are? Two billion dollars. Close. I said 17 and gave away the answer. 17 billion dollars. Billion. That's stupid. With that makes B? me angry. With a B. With a B. Seventeen stuff. billion dollars will be spent in the month of February on Valentine's. Hi. That's including Valentine's Day jewelry and all kinds of bullshit that people waste money on. You want to be one of those couples in a car commercial that presents their girlfriend with a brand new BMW? 
Put that in the Valentine's Day bank. Hi, my name is Sting of the band U2. And this year, instead of sending $17.2 billion on paper hearts, think about Africa and how Africa doesn't have anything at all. There's literally nothing in Africa except for sand. And And if we gave gave $17 billion to the AIDS in Africa, we might be able to install a vacation house for me and my boys and you too. So we can hang out on a beach. Is Sting in you too? Oh, I was like, is he part of the police? I will say one of the best modern day developments of of Valentine's Day consumerism yes. is in the fact that um, somehow Netflix paid to have Michael Bolton do a Valentine's Day special. Not somehow. Which it's, is fantastic. They just paid him. It's fantastic. And if you have access to Netflix, you should definitely look up my, Michael Bolton's Valentine's Day special because it's hilarious and fantastic. Well, I don't mean to be a Vinch, which is a Valentine's Grinch, but usually Vinch sounds like a Jewish name. <laughs> I don't mean That's to a be a, a to be a Vavitch about it, but um, I, I am not a fan of Valentine's specials, especially. That's actually we could have. You would like segment. this one? I don't know. I uh, I very liked You're So Cupid. That was a that was a film. I'm talking about Valentine's specials of normal serialized television. This is a special, and it's fantastic, and you should check it out. Uh, what does he do? What other specials? He do? sings like that's the only thing that he does, is, so, uh, and he's I also just, an actor. But does he act in the special? I can hear your soda can. Michael I'm Bolton sorry. is not an actor. He isn't his Valentine's Day no. special. Does he do like skits and bits? Michael Bolton does skits and bits. He's it's a, a comedy show. He's an actor as much as some of the hosts of Saturday Night Live are actors. Pete yeah, they show up. But... Uh, let's go over some famous Valentine's specials. There's the Peanut special. Yeah. Don't remember it. They have a Valentine's special? I'm yeah. pretty sure. They've got a... There's the Rugrats special? I'm uh, sure. Don't remember it. I'm sure there's an episode of the X-Files that has to do with, like, Mulder <laughs> and Sally. Yeah, it's your favorite one. The one where Mulder fucks a bunch of vampire chicks or something? I like that episode. It's not Valentine's. <laughs> but I'm sure there's... Isn't there an episode about, like... Uh, uh, Tremors the TV series? There's a Valentine's special? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just naming other stuff that you can relate to. I would bet a thousand dollars right now that there is a Fairly Odd Parents Valentine special. I bet there's like three because that show's been on since the twenties. It's still on. <laughs> yeah. What are, are you looking at? Yeah, it's still on. What are you looking at? To see if it's time to make you guys like listen to the things that I found in my sexy shopping cart. Oh, oh no, we have more time. Uh, so uh, present day, uh, we also have. Uh, or, oh, did you want to go over the origins of Valentine's Day? No, because it's not sexy or fetish related. And Valentine's Again, is. Again, as I stated before the show, that's not a holiday where all girls go down on each other. No, it's not. So, King Cast competitors, I thought we'd go around the circle real quick and say, if you had a special someone in your life, what would be your dream date that you'd give to them on this Valentine's Day? <clears throat> I'd shove up your asshole and tell them to go on with the today stuff. Oh, she just knowed but Chris, Chris Morgan. <laughs> I'm not continuing. She already shut you down. Chris Morgan, what would your dream date be for Valentine's Day? So there's also oh. a uh, an alternative to Valentine's Day called Singles Awareness Day. That's yes! bullshit. It's the stupidest holiday ever made up. 
as someone who's been single on most Valentine's Day, it's called Get Drunk and Go Fuck Yourself Day. I was going to say, but really, the best day Literally. is the day after Valentine's Day when all the Valentine's Day chocolate goes on sale. Oh, I do have a Valentine's memory. You just triggered it for me. Uh, one year when I was 19, and we were roommates, I think, at the time still. Possibly. We had you pointed a, at me, Chris. We, po- we had a post-Valentine's Day candies on discount bulk sale party. Yes. And we had over a bunch of co-workers, and we all got fucking hammered as hammered Chocolate as 19 wasted. year olds can be yeah. on cheap sugar and decor it was a good night that's awesome it was a good ass night that was a i don't know 15th. what he's talking about i never provided anyone underage with any sort of alcohol you i never implied that you did they got I, chocolate wasted that's a are you making a reference to an adam sandler movie yes, on my podcast um your podcast no no uh the turd fuckers what's it called Tell family me. shit Incest Babies. What's the name of that fucking movie? Ridiculous Sex? No. How um, about you tell me about Eight Crazy South Nights? Korea? No, i got to remember for fuck's sake. It's Spanglish. Adam Sandler and Shaq is in it and they all oh, fuck each other. How do you not know this? This is your favorite podcast. Grown Ups. Uh, my apologies to Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery. Okay. So, I thought something very interesting was South Korea Valentine's Day. Because South Korea doesn't just celebrate one Valentine's Day. They celebrate 12. Once a month? One a month on the 14th of every month. That's really kind of sweet, honestly. So we're going to start with the first one. Well, the second one. Valentine's Day. It's on February 14th. Very similar to the rest of Valentine's Day. Except one thing in particular. Men don't get anything for women. Women get chocolate for men. I like it. I'm into it. I eat, I eat about, like, 12 pounds of chocolate every year. So. Dana's looking very suspicious right now. Why? I believe in equality, so I support this holiday. <laughs> I buy my boyfriend chocolate <clears throat> and shit. I, I spent a lot of money on Valentine's Day this year. I didn't expect to just get stuff for me. So, up next, we have March, which is White Day. And White Day... I don't like where this is going. White Day, men who have been gifted chocolate on valentine's day have to gift back chocolate or something else appropriately white does it have to be white chocolate uh it is generally white chocolate gross yeah uh to the women there is a rule that is associated with this it is not like it's not like a hard fast rule like but people do generally stick to this it's the rule of threes and the rule of threes is you have to pay three times as much as whatever the woman bought you but does she give you a receipt? I don't know. It's Korea. <laughs> okay. So yeah, lingerie, that kind of thing. As long as it's white, it's generally accepted. And then we have April, which is Black Day. Which is when you smoke a bunch of weed on 420. Oh, you smoke some of that bl- sweet black tar heroin. Oh. Why else is it called Black Day? No, uh, Black we, Day, which is... can be black when you're done smoking it. Black Day is uh, actually kind of overstated where it's not really celebrated as much it is a it is a single person's holiday someone who didn't celebrate the last two they get to eat black noodles called i'm gonna spell it j j a j y a n g m y e o n jenny oh okay uh and supposedly single people get together and uh all eat these black noodles on these days apparently it's overstated and not many people celebrate it so those are the three main like ones. Like every holiday here, like Cupcake Awareness Week. Yeah. And so uh, for May 14th, 
we have Rose Day. For June 14th, everyone listens to everyone's favorite metal band, Kiss, for Kiss Day. That's lame. I rolled my eyes. For July, Silver Day. Is that where you, is that like for old people in love? You give somebody something silver. silver. That's literally it. Okay. That's it. For August, we have uh, the American Idiot Holiday. Green Green Day. Day. Fuck off. That's the one I missed? (laughs) Really? (laughs) For September, we have Photo Day. October, we have Wine Day, which I was like, that's stupid. I celebrate Wine Day every day I can. November is Movie Day. December is Hug Day. And January is Impregnation Day. Whoa. No, it's Diary Day. Oh, Diarrhea Day. No, Diarrhea Day. Um, <laughs> as much as I would be I was, funny, sa- I was saving that last joke because I felt like it was not like that far out to be unbelievable, but... It sounds like Korea has... Do they have like a better, lower divorce rate? America has the highest divorce rate everywhere, right? Yeah, it depends. Depends. The French just never get married in the first place. Good on them. I mean, marriage is kind of dumb in my opinion but if you're married hey that's good for you i've got I, I, there's people who are married who i care about millennials have the lowest divorce rate among all uh age groups because they don't get married it's the same conundrum no, as the french because they spend uh more time uh on the toilet cohabitating before getting married yep oh yeah which uh some people think is wrong yeah, but actually it but turns it out rates. Yeah, to yeah. be awesome because then you know if the psychopath you live with wants to keep it turned down to 67 in the house. My parents are psychopathic about couples sharing uh, sharing house or living space before they get married. And it's weird because they're not super conservative like that. My parents are like, they're okay with people being gay. They're okay with people be, like having premarital sex. But like two people living together before they get married... That's like the biggest sin you can commit because apparently <laughs> it, it fucks the woman over and it ruins the woman. Very weird opinions from those people. We should have them on the show sometime. Sure. Okay. Um, if you want to invite them. No, I would never have my parents on this show. Yeah, you well, wouldn't guess even what? tell your parents about the show. I no. have some really cool information about some things that are available if you're looking for something for your sweetheart on Valentine's Day. Is it actual sweethearts? Because they have ones that taste good now. Yeah, they do. Um... Sweet tarts make sweetheart hearts. Not to be confused with the like the rat poison Brax ones. Right, right. Um, anyways, um, if you want to be real historic, you need a flogger, obviously, made out of leather. Does that have blood um, on it? This one is in the shape of a heart, and this one has a red heart on it. And one of them is a heart impressions riding crop, and the other one is just a heart shaped flog that's a riding crop. Do they have horse or uh? dog and or goat skin options i don't know but you could probably request it from somebody on etsy dog blood i don't feel like anyone's selling dog blood on etsy is dogs well, you're not allowed to hide. sell like flu or body fluid through what if it's a services? non-human bodily fluid what if it's artificial there's dog lots of people that sell leather like just like yeah technically well, not body fluid i know but he said blood but i'm saying like it's not about blood it's about their <laughs> skin right yeah so can i get dog skin yeah probably can i request the breed i hope not it's a great dane it's a lot um anyways there's also there's also um lots of heart-shaped dildos out there that are really pretty interesting looking so if you're really into hearts and you really want to like you know bring back that romance of the aphrodisiac uh sulfur 
fluffy whatever. And that kind of looks like on. you have little testicles hanging out from your vagina. I was thinking it actually looks like a caterpillar. Um, I thought it looked not like to a mention the um, heart shaped butt plugs. There's lots of them. Oh, there's, there's one a that cock even ring. there's even one that has a stamp on the end of it, so you can stamp stuff while you're using your butt plug. Does she call it a dick ring? I don't know what she calls it, but it's got a, like a knitted heart on it. It's like a cock ring with a heart. So, and also lots of glass shaped um, ones that look like a heart. So, the there's glass all kinds. Freak me out. Yeah. Uh, does FetLife.com have a have Valentine's? A single awareness day or anything group. like that. Um, I didn't check for I Valentine's know. Day. Well, How many Valentine's orgies are going to be happening on FetLife? You know, I bet probably lots be of a rainbow lot. parties. Actually, they're going to be calling oh. them. Um, I still gonna... don't think rainbow parties can actually. No. Happen. So actually, I, I, you know, I'll never find a better excuse to bring this up on the show. That's not possible, right? A rainbow party doesn't logistically make sense unless you are, oh, unless. Whoever's using the lipstick is only just putting their mouth around one, one spot. specific part. I think about this. Otherwise, it's going to smear. Which you just and end up just with a brown. brown dick. Yeah. Because all the colors would smear. And then you might as well just have anal. D- different. A lot. You know what we're talking about, don't you, Dave? No. This I'm, is this rainbow was, parties? You don't know what rainbow this parties? This was a giant freak out. You'd apparently, be, I have You are wearing a it. rainbow dress and you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, okay. I need to be updated on what this means because I have a different understanding of what that means. In the early SpaghettiOs there was this like fear mongering thing that happened on the nightly news. which It was also on Oprah. It was on Oprah? For Mm -hmm. fuck's sake. So what it was is that teenagers were having parties and all the girls would wear different color lipstick and then they'd go suck every boy's dick and then the boys would compare what colors they got. But that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Because it's all going to be brown if all their dicks smeared. are actually getting sucked. And so if you think about it for one fucking second, there's no way to possibly give someone a blowjob where you're remaining in one spot. That sounds like somebody... What if like, she just th- spinning th- her head? <laughs> that sounds like somebody who's like a teenage boy who doesn't know how that works. Yes, no, it was that's a bunch of fucking adults. It. Well, no, but what, what happened is, I don't know who started it, but then they would talk about it and they'd go to a high school, they'd found some dumb fucking kid and be like, have you been to the rainbow parties? Like, yeah, I went to the rainbow I'm party. Sure then I got did. green, blue, and red. <laughs> just like that? <laughs> I hope they don't get pregnant from all the fucking in the mouth I did. <laughs> they eat all my sperm, so I went to the stomach. I, I hate people. Yeah, no, no it's, it's the worst oh. thing ever. Uh, have you, by the way, have you heard of uh, soaking the Mormon thing? Yeah, I've heard of soaking. So stupid. I mean, it doesn't count losing your virginity as long as you're not moving. So they just stick their dick inside the uh, Mormon girl and the Mormon guy and the Mormon girl copulate except they don't move so now, it doesn't I, count. I will say this people shit on soaking I, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it as long as you call it what it is which is just like unmoving sex there, yeah. there is like a romantic aspect to it there's nothing wrong with doing it but like to believe it's not it's sex. on the same level well no it's beyond dry humping but, so, yeah it's penetration yeah so there is actually a group on fat life and it's called single on valentine's day one member. One member. <laughs> yeah, there's himself. one person on it. He's all by himself. <laughs> How there's, many? there's 21 members. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm sure they can all take some flights and meet up in... What's the most... What's the most... Akron. Akron, Paris. Ohio. Akron, Paris Ohio. is for lovers. Akron is the opposite, so... There you go. That's Perfect. That's where lovers don't go. 
San Diego? <sighs> well, That'd be a nice place to go, and it's not, like, too sexy. Guess what? If you are single and you're not celebrating on Valentine's Day, you should join us for next week's episode on incels. Which means involuntary celibate. Yeah. Which may or may not have already been recorded. I thought we were going to keep the next episode secret. Drop little hints about it. No, that's how she ends the incel episode. So... Oh, yeah. So people are already expecting an incel episode this week. Welcome behind the current yeah. curtain. Surprise. No incel episode this week, guys. So, um, I had the idea earlier of going over various cartoon specials or television specials centered around Valentine's Day. And I still think that's a fine way to turn the wheel and kill some time. They made a sequel to The Grinch. Favorite. Was that Valentine's Day? Uh, no. I think he's Halloween. Halloween. How the sense. Grinch got greedy and stole Valentine's Day, too? Well, because, like, his Harker's so big that he started, like, becoming a peeping Tom, and it was a big problem in our town. Because, <laughs> like, hey, Mr. Grinch, we know you moved away from, the, like, that camp and into town, but, like, kind of like people too much now. Well, in the third Grinch movie is real rough. It really pulls the whole trilogy together, but uh, his heart's too big, and he has, like, heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> no holiday on that he one, spent though. He the time in the hospital, and everyone's visiting him. And it's just, you he know, only, you know he's not going to pull it. He pull can it only eat, like, big and flavored soy products. Well, he's going to die. Yeah, that sucks. It, end, it ends with him having an uh, open-heart surgery, and then uh, it just ends with them sitting in the waiting room knowing he, he doesn't. Do you know who the Grinch was all along? God damn, that hurts my heart. Do you know? <laughs> we were all the Grinch. All do, you, do you know who the Grinch was the whole time? Oh, Jesus, you're going to say Dick Cheney or some shit. Bill Clinton. Jeez, no, no, Bill... we all know he's a lizard. No, he was the Grinch. Bill, what, Bill... what is the Grinch? It's a giant green man with yellow eyes who lives in a cave watching a city trying to take their happiness he's away. He's fuzzy. That's a lizard person. He's fuzzy. He's a metaphor for a lizard person. Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss knew what was fucking going on. He said, look to the caves on the mountains. Also, Bill Clinton was like who people <laughs> wanted to be with on Valentine's Day. If you're a dude, you know you're going to get yeah. laid by someone that... One of his, you know, send-offs. He is, did play the saxophone. Isn't it yeah. weird? Which is the sexiest of the brass instruments. How, like, attractiveness is so relative to time. And if you only just look, like, ten years ago, what was, like, the peak of physical attractiveness is, like, weirdly hideous. Yeah. Audrey Hepburn is... Still, some stuff is timeless. Yeah. But that's why timeless beauty is its own slogan. Uh, or its own, like, term. But you, you look at 1920s ads and what, like, attractive men and women looked like. They all have, like, super weird, chunky faces with yeah. square jawlines. Very androgynous. Not saying people with, with square jawlines can't be attractive. They are. But, like, that was the mainstream thing. What's the most romantic movie you've ever seen in your life, Dana? When you think of lovely movie to watch on Valentine's Day... What's the most romantic movie you can think of? I don't know. Harkening back to our superheroes episode, I might have to go watch Aquaman. Jesus. That kiss was fantastic. Spoiler alert, I didn't know that Jason Momoa kissed Wendy, bitch. I don't know, but it's hot and wet, and I love it. That is who that character is, right? He kisses a... I don't don't pay attention to superheroes. He kisses Dame Maggie Smith? That's who that is? I I don't watch... I missed that part. I do not... Dame Maggie Smith plays uh, Wendy in uh, The Hook movie no okay so different movie I, I don't pay attention to what's going on in superhero movies but i fe- felt like dc acquired the rights to wendy from the wendy's commercials oh, and that's no, why mira. she was in the aquaman movie his wife's, his wife's name is mira they're married yeah 
But I, I thought that was Wendy from Wendy's. That's my entire joke. Thank they might not be much. married in the movie. They're Chris, in the what's the most romantic movie you've ever seen? In your life? Love Actually. Fuck off. Oh, that's not <laughs> you mentioned a better one earlier, which was like Sense and Sensibility, which we watched on our movie podcast. I've never seen Sense. Oh, Sense, sense and Sensibility with S C E N T S. That wasn't that wasn't me, so Cupid or whatever. You're so Cupid. And also, the, Sense and Sensibility is a great one. What was the Christmas one? It's like a town called Christmas. I took a shit on Christmas. What was it called? Uh, fuck. That was such a great one. I can't remember. Uh, I would recommend. Cookie does Christmas. Oh, jeez. No. We don't need to bring that up on this show. It's called Christmas with Cookie. Valentine's with Cookie. (laughs) Uh, We need to hit up Island Monster Max. And anyways, uh, inside jokes. Um, I think that if you are bored this Valentine's and you want to cuddle up under the covers and watch a movie, you should watch Troll 2. It has. It can be romantic, especially that scene where they're popping the popcorn. Yeah, that scene where he's pissing all over. Yeah, and he's pissing on the food. Yeah, or yeah. be an excellent human being and adopt a new furry friend to snuggle on on Valentine's Day because they give lots of free kisses. Um, also, or, uh, go meet a furry. Uh, or go meet try a furry. Out a new lifestyle. My uh, one, yeah, try out new lifestyles. Two, if you're lonely and single, don't go to a bar under the assumption that you'll have two drinks and meet someone kind of just doesn't work that way very often you'll probably just end up having two drinks and being lonely for a few hours yeah but at least you'll be drunken at a bar go to a bookstore yeah, and buy, drunk at home. buy a girl a book here's what you gotta do you gotta go to a bookstore approach a terrified woman corner her and demand to know her interests and then when she storms off saying she has to use the bathroom but then runs to her car complain about it online saying that she's a bitch for not understanding that you're a good man a preview of next week's episode. <laughs> That's it. It's cell behavior. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I think I've discussed this on the show before. Like creepy men who like try to pick up women. They're very different flavors of them for different establishments. Like there's definitely the bar guy who does that, and like the sports event guy. Yeah. The worst of them all is bookstore or library no, it's guy. Called, it's called reading the room. Yeah, you have to read the room. Yeah, but like the pickup, quote unquote, pickup guys. The worst of them are at bookstores and libraries. You coffee can, shops. And coffee shops. Because I've, I've been friends with women, and they all have a coffee shop or library or bookstore story yep. where the guy comes up and wants to talk to them about something intellectual. And it's always some bullshit like, oh, do you know Metastopheles? Well, that's because they also clearly don't know how to start a conversation. Yeah. Hey, I see that you're holding title of book, insert title of book here. I read that one time. You want to tell me what it's about? It's like... I'm reading The Zodiac of Sex right now. Bitch, I don't owe you my time nor my explanation. I'm reading The Ethical Slut. There you go. That's a great book. Hey, if you're a single on Valentine's Day, go read The Ethical Slut and report back next week for your next assignment. Uh, which is to yell at an incel online. Yeah. Really loud well, with all caps. Be nice. It's report in it. next week for your next assignment. Not, <laughs> here's your next assignment. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's probably it for today's episode. I want more to say about Star Wars. Did you know that there's an obscure Star Wars Valentine's Day show that's also lost? I have a poem. I have a poem. She loves you. Yeah. And it's extra extra special because I am particularly this way today. You may... Uh, you may kiss your honey when your nose is runny. You might think it's funny, but it's not. That's cute. I appreciate Happy that. Valentine's Day from KinkCast. Happy Valentine's Day from KinkCast. We're glad we were able to suffer through nine minutes of additional flops. So if you want to uh, support the show, as always, follow us on 
Twitter at Kinkcast Podcast. Uh, give us a review on iTunes. Always the most important thing that we always forget to mention is uh, reviews on iTunes are the single most important thing that you can rank have us as hosts and rank me number one. Thank you very much. Whoever is in last place will get evicted from the show. It's like an island now. Well, Tommy's trying to leave the show again. <laughs> and, Survivor uh, cast. And the uh, and whoever um, votes the most times will get mozzarella sticks. Ooh. Whoever creates the most iTunes accounts and leaves reviews. Just when you leave an iTunes account on multiple like fake accounts, make sure you sign your name at the end. Okay. Like Jake. <laughs> That's just an example fake name. You can use your own. My f- example fake name is Jake. Uh, so, uh, Jake yeah, Bug. give us a review on iTunes. Preferably five stars, but whatever you would like. Not one star, though. We'll know. We'll know. Uh, yeah, uh, tell us the name of your favorite host, like Tommy said. It's going to be spelled C-R-H-R-I-S. It's a very easy name to spell, but just going to let you know. And then uh, send us uh, any feedback on... Uh, valentine's day emails everyone's favorite fetish slash kink send us a valentine yeah, yeah send us an email send us a valentine at uh kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com we, we work might, hard we might flog you for it mm. Mm. consensually maybe consensually of An course e-flog. for your own fertility um yeah if you want to get preggers this year don't get preggers the world's very overpopulated please adopt yeah and we still can't find that damn plant that was extinct a while back did you just say the world's not overpopulated it's not it is it's not it is we don't use like 90 percent of potable land we don't even use yeah but our species has a much larger impact on the environment as a whole than any other species in existence the what little land we do use we do not use it fairly we are not native americans Thank yeah. you for listening. But you the more catch people that we have, time. the more intelligence that we have in our pool to pull from. And the more likely we are, we're going to have like another Isaac fucking Newton who comes around and is like, oh, I know all of the maths and everything and I can revolutionize sciences. But wouldn't it make more sense if more fertile couples, instead of having a child, they adopted a child so they could give it the proper love and attention and schooling so it be- could become an Isaac Newton rather than a child trapped in our ancient, decrepit uh, education system and poverty? I mean, you could try that. I stand by my opinion. Don't have a baby. And, if you uh, want to have a baby, have a baby. It, don't have babies. That's my opinion. Have weird sex. Or don't. There's nothing wrong with being asexual. Have babies. All that matters is that stop going to movie theaters. They're bad. Movie theaters are great. No, Netflix. <laughs> that ends it. That kills it. <laughs> Goodbye, my friends. <laughs> Friends, we are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Have you ever wondered if Jenny's head really did fall off when they removed the green ribbon? Or if aliens are hiding in the tails of comets waiting to take us away? Or if there's any scientific basis to the Ouija board? Well, then don't risk your search history and join us each Thursday as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. 
For links to where you can stream episodes and see blog posts on the subjects we cover, head over to our website, theladiesestrange.com. Keep it strange, lovelies.